0: So welcome once again to another episode of Wiki Weekdays. I'm your host, Cal Smallwood, joined as ever by my illustrious co-host, Lucas Holland. Say hello, Lucas. Hello, Lucas. And this is the podcast where we pick two random wikis from the internet and discuss them because, yeah, that's... That's what we do here, and today we've got a theme, and the theme is Spider-Man 2, because the game, Spider-Man 2, just came out. It's the fourth Spider-Man 2 to be released in the last 10 years, (laughs) which is weird to think about, isn't it? Yeah. But we want to discuss the game, so from this point onwards, expect full spoilers for the game Spider-Man 2 for PlayStation 5 consoles. So you have been warned, and each of the wikis we're bringing this week will be a discussion like related to that character who is in the game and the game itself and as always we invite you home to vote on which wiki won this week mm-hmm. and uh, we can abstain from our usual thing of pick the one you thought led to the most in- interesting discussion and just pick your favorite character because there's a lot of good characters in this game and i believe we both picked a character from the game
1: oh well uh we'll get into that but i do want to also just you know mention as well like don't Listen to this if you're thinking, like, I don't want to be spoiled on any of them. We're going to go full spoilers for like Spider Man PS4, Miles Morales, Spider Man 2. Like, that entire trilogy, there'll be full spoilers if for some reason you think. We're gonna spoil Spider-Man two without spoiling the other two. We're gonna go spoilers for all. The of them. existence
0: of Spider Man Two Canis is a spoiler for <laughs> Spider-Man one and Miles Morales. Like the the cover of the box is a spoiler for Miles Morales technically. Just
1: to clarify before someone was like, Well, you said you'd spoil
0: two but not one. Ugh. Never forget when we spoiled quote unquote Alien Isolation seven years after release, and someone's like, I was gonna play that and now it's <laughs> ruined. And it's like, You had seven years, mate. You had like our And the thing with we, is... that
1: ruined it was
0: that there were aliens in it. Yeah. But yeah our uh, rule with thumb is it's six months after the release of the thing is when you're uh, like, we adhere to the rule of six months after the release of something is when you're generally okay to have open spoilers on the internet and always give a warning beforehand because six months is more than enough time for people to access the piece of content if they're interested.
1: Yeah, and we're on YouTube where most channels seem to be like, right, six hours
0: before it came out, let's go full spoilers Yeah, on oh, the thumbnail not, and the title, and it's like, fuck you. Nothing more frustrating than YouTubers who you get early access to a game uploading a full playthrough of it or the full cutscenes the day before it comes out. With like, like spoilers
1: if, in the title and thumbnail if, as well. If I was
0: a company yeah. and I saw someone do that with my product, I would immediately blacklist that person from having access to my content ever again. If I saw them uploading full spoilers the day before it come out,
1: yeah, it's so fucking annoying. But anyway, we're not. Yes, we're not here to keep talking about that. We are here to talk we are. about. We're here to talk about the game. Well, we're here to talk about Spider Man Two, not people spoiling our shit on YouTube. Okay. Um, so Spider Man Two is a 2005 film by Sam Raimi. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I thought
0: you were going to bring a character from the game. <laughs> I am, So you're just going to talk about Spider-Man 2, the movie? <laughs> no. That's, it's a hell of a, it's a deep pull. That's, the, it's like what, that's like what? We had Spider-Man 1, the Raimi movie. Spider-Man mm-hmm. 2, the Raimi the Raimi verse, We had Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. We had Spider-Man the reboot in the MCU in his second movie. Now we've had a second Spider-Man. Yeah, that's all happened within him, 10 years. Yeah. Within 10 years, we've had four Spider-Man 2s.
1: And there's probably also like video games that got video game sequels as well. Oh so yeah, I know yeah. there was like the movie tie-in ones, but then there Which was were probably actually, like was really good. Yeah, you know the Ultimate Spider-Man game got a sequel or something that I didn't realize. There's probably more sp- Spider-Man twos sp- than we know about.
0: And then there's Spider-Man Web of Shadows and Ultimate Spider-Man and. People still say that Spider-Man Web of Shadows game is pretty good. It's like does it have web have swinging it, and it's like no, but the combat's good. It's like I could play Batman for that. <laughs> I don't play. I don't play Spider-Man for the combat. I play it to swing around like a jackass. So I
1: mean, the character I have brought is the Earth uh, six one six version, so the comic book version. Mm-hmm. But um, I just figured we could use it as a jumping off t- point to talk about the game and the character okay. within the game. Because um, the, the version from the game didn't have a, the deepest wiki. But I w- thought we could talk about good old Osborne. <laughs> Harold
0: slash Harry Osborn. Yeah. Harold Osborn, yes. Harold Osborn, as he was known originally. Is he the character in Spider-Man fiction who's gone through like the most dramatic changes? Because you had like the James Franco version, who's dramatically different from the version in The Amazing Spider-Man. And then in the cartoons, he's different. And then in mm-hmm. the games, he's, complete- he's, like, he's a character who seems seemingly so malleable.
1: I mean, true, but you say that, and like I would say that each of the Peter Parkers we got were just as differentiated. Like the, I think, um, yeah, each the one confusing. is like a good foil to the Peter that we got in each version. Mm. Maybe like not James, the amazing Spider-Man.
0: <laughs> yeah, like James Franco. It's annoying that he's a piece of shit in real life. He's a great Harry Osborne. Like he's it, a great. Like the descent into madness he has is really good, and he looks a lot like Willem Dafoe as well. Like in terms of his facial features, mm. and. Um,
1: maybe not like as you know malleable a face as Willem Dafoe, but no certainly one can I could, have that, though, can no, but it's like Willem Dafoe and like Jim Carrey and a couple of other actors who just have these faces that they can do so much with, yeah. Um, but yeah, Harry Osborne is definitely a character where, like, I think, yeah, you've got to play off the strengths of the Peter Parker, and I think maybe in Spider Man 2, um. The game, Until, yeah, Spider Man Two, the game, PS Five, <laughs> so- it's hard. So when we do, when we refer to Spider Man Two from now, we're just going to be talking about like unless the t- game in- unless specified. Yeah.
0: Okay, just I was wanting to get that out of the way first because we're going to say
1: Spider Man Two <laughs> a lot. So in Spider Man Two, I think like the first half of the story kind of struggles with the sense that like. I think Harry is too much of like an idealistic foil to to Peter and obviously that sets up the second half to He's then, downfall, you know, yeah. obviously yeah, the downfall and um like just falling into the symbiote hood and
0: the venomness of it all and it, it kind of struggles because she never had a relationship within the first game, so okay, we've got mm. to make up literally like twenty five years of backstory now and make up for it in like an hour of gameplay.
1: Yeah, and it kinda of made me not enjoy being with the character to begin with because there were so many sections where it was like the four stealth
0: or walk and talk segments with harry to try and catch up that relationship it's like they they did it with mj and it made me dislike mj now they're making me dislike just making me dislike all of peter parker's friends
1: yeah and similar to the other games i think those while while i guess insomniotic wanted to make it so that you know you're breaking things up from the regular gameplay i think those segments are way too long if you're going to do it that way they
0: could have been cutscenes,
1: and yeah they could have been but like you know for example when it's like the school segment where you're sneaking through the school
0: and you're bouncing
1: back between past and present it's like i get that and i think it's a fun idea but it lasted like an hour or like You know, thirty minutes to an hour, depending on how quickly you're playing it.
0: Yeah, and it suffers the same problem as almost every PlayStation, like big bombastic blockbuster first party game, has. Of okay, we're not going to put a cutscene in. It's an interactive cutscene, but the interaction is you hold forward on the pad, Mm -hmm. and it's like I don't like. I I hated it in Gears of War twenty years ago. I hate it now.
2: Stop playing.
0: Go in and like cycling through New York with Harry. It made me not want to do a replay, because mm-hmm. after I finished the game, I went, oh, I'll just replay the game. Oh, it was was no new game plus. Okay, maybe I'll just put it on ultimate difficulty now we understand the mechanics. Oh, the first two hours is a corridor, mm-hmm. and there's no way to skip it. Yeah. No, thank you.
1: It's like, um, I think it says it all really, where I understand that they want to tutorialize the game and things and bring people back in, but for me, the first thing I wanted to do in Spider-Man was get into that open world and swing around, and the first thing they do in game is put you in a in a fight with um Sandman where mm. again, like a cool looking spectacle, but it was a tour tutorial on a corridor. And then after that I think, Great, cool, time to get into it. No walk and talk segments, cutscenes, more walk and talk, flashback. It was like I say like, two section. plus hours of like not getting to be Spider Man in an open world, which is the first in- in a thing I want
0: Yeah, Yeah. And the title promises two Spider-Man. I want twice as much Spider-Man action in my <laughs> Spider-Man
1: 2. Well, it did give you 19 full inches of Venom, Carl. I'll tell you that. It did. I love that. Should we, should
0: we explain <laughs> that for anyone doesn't know?
1: It was just a tweet put out by like, the PlayStation marketing team that knew exactly what they were doing. Of, like, no, they didn't because they deleted it. That's what Did makes they? it. Fun.
0: They deleted it because they were embarrassed of how bad it oh, looks. I, I thought someone... it was
1: a clever thing and they knew ev- like they, they were on board with it.
0: But... No, someone at Sony must have got. Maybe the social media person was having a laugh, but someone high mm-hmm. up in the company didn't like it. So, <laughs> you explain what we mean by 19 inches of Venom?
1: Yeah, the collector's edition comes with a big statue of like Venom fighting Miles and Peter. And it's like a 19 inch statue. So, they. Um, on social media posted, like, get ready for 19 inches of Venom. I checked, I quote the tweet is still up. Oh, the tweet is still up, okay. It is
0: still up. And have you got a direct quote of it? It is, treat yourself to 19 inches of Venom and more with Marvel's Spider-Man suit collection. (laughs) The thing is, well, the statue looks really shit.
1: I I quite like the idea of the statue, but obviously they're never going to be the quality of those, like, £500 statues that you're going to get from, like, specialised places and stuff. But, like, design wise, I think it was a cool thing with them, like, fighting each other.
0: Yeah. It's quite dynamic. It's because Venom's, like, a really cool villain. Like, there's a reason why they've been trying to put him into the live action movies for, like, two decades. Well,
1: I will congratulate the game on one thing it made me think Venom
0: cool was again. They made Venom scarier. They made Venom scary and cool and a character I actually give a shit about again. Yep. Because we had, obviously, the less said about the Topher Grace version, the better. So I like being bad. So, okay. And then I, I don't care what anyone says, those Tom Hardy movies, they're not great. And the Venom no. in that sucks. Lucas, mm-hmm. that will pull off your limbs and then you'll roll down the street like a turd in the wind. And it's like, I'm a loser too, Eddie. We're both losers. It's I, like, I hate the voice. Sake, Venom. I, I don't want you ha- to be a loser. I hate the voice of Venom in the Venom movies. It sounds, there's just something about it I don't like then you compare it to like the Tony Todd. Venom mm. in this game with like that's Venom. And it's like but it's also mixed
1: in with the Harry Osborne voice and like they do yep. like the cool overlays of like the we are venom sounds really cool because it's like it's, it's the coolest Actually quote venom. Harry and Venom
0: speaking together for the first time. Like the We Are Venom moment in that was really strong when he finally becomes Venom. And cool surprise twist moment in the game where you just get like 20 minutes to fuck around as Venom did you see the most, like, bullshit thing they said of, like, we'll make a Venom game if people are interested. It's like, of course we want a Venom game. (laughs) That was the best 10 minutes of the entire game. It's where it's like, oh, you just Venom run. And it's like, oh, no. And Spider-Man, like, does all these parkour through stuff. Like, what do you do with Venom? Oh, I'm just the rhino now. (laughs) (laughs) And the fact as well that Venom in that game is so big. He's, like, a story tall.
1: It, It was really cool, like, how big and intimidating they made him. And then the fact that, like, Oh no! He Nin- actually the venom. Yeah. He actually just like full on beats the shit out of Craven and eats him. He just eats him, yeah. And I yeah. love as
0: well where the, the little thing pops up of Hunt Craven. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh Craven. <laughs> I so, was the ultimate battle. No, not like this.
1: I do think they do a very good job of setting up Craven as this really intimidating character, and then giving you that power fantasy moment with Venom of just, just fucking beat the fuck, him fuck out all. of him. Yeah, and it's so easy. It's it is. so easy. And um is it's quite fitting here because the quote from Harry Osborne is as the Green Goblin. Yes, and, I
0: see obviously Harry Osborne never become Presumably,
1: presumably must have got a symbiote at some point. So everyone um, everyone's comics, but... got a symbiote at some point, I'm sure, but like this is Harry Osborne who in the comics is mainly known as the villain Green Goblin, like one of the two.
0: So I said that um, like, he's such a malleable character. It's like they made him into Venom and I didn't think t- twice about it. And I know people are pissed that mm-hmm. it's not Eddie Brock, and it's like Okay, then just go watch any other piece of the media with Eddie yeah, Brock in it, then.
1: We've already got plenty of Eddie Brock stories, it's fine, and they hadn't ever set up Eddie Brock in this universe at all. Not
0: to it so would have felt well.
1: even more unearned than the little bits of Harry Osborn we got in the first game.
0: Not to mention, the Venom symbiote has joined it with, like, fucking everybody in the comics. It's mm-hmm. more true to the comics that Venom would just attach itself to some random dude.
1: Yeah. And, um, yeah, from Green Goblin here. After all these years of feeling so small so helpless, I'm finally above them all and I've got the power to crush you crush anyone who gets in my way now, at long last, I truly am the Green Goblin, and you could have just replaced the Green Goblin with Venom at the end, and that's quite yep. fitting for this game, of like it it still sticks to the character of Harry of like, this character that feels so, so weak and helpless, and in this game has like, got a degenerative disease and without Venom he just he feels like nothing, and he he's literally dying without it
0: yeah, and that's like a thing that's been quite So, It's like the Raimi moves this weird weird because in most of the oh god, I'll turn my phone off. in most of the um the interpretations, like he's quite sickly, isn't he? Like he usually at the a cane. And that's
2: mm-hmm. why he
0: gets the goblin. it's the goblin formula to make him strong again. And spoilers at the end of Spider-Man two. You have Harry. And I love as well that he says, get the G formula. And it's like, we know what that is. Yeah. Norman Osborn going, get the G formula. It's like, I wonder what this could be setting up. The thing is, though, what marketing guy came up with Goblin? I want to, I want to sit in on that <laughs> meeting where he says, we've got his, what do you call it, the Goblin formula. So this is supposed to make people feel better, right?
2: It, it would really it, reminded me formula? of like,
1: you know, Resident Evil of like, oh, the, the G virus or the T virus or whatever. It's like... What, the zombie maker? Okay, cool, got it. C-
0: can you imagine if, like, it- there was a twist in, like, a Resident Evil game where the G-Virus oh, was right. the goblin virus?
2: You have ah!
0: your device. <laughs> <laughs> oh, We kept saying G
1: and Google Assistant started coming in,
0: like, yeah, I've got we- you. Saying, can you imagine that there was a- if there was a twist in, like, Resident Evil, it's actually the goblin virus. <laughs> <laughs> Just everyone turns it into goblins. <laughs> but specifically, like, goblins as in, like, the green goblin. Not actual little goblins. Thing is, though, right? Like, you forgot my favourite Harry Osborn quote. And it's like, all I have is Spider-Man. But do you like <laughs> Harry Osborn? The thing I noticed when I re the Raimi movies is when Harry Osborn has his twist, he hmm. is near universally shot from below, even if it's ever so slightly from below to make him look more intimidating. Right. To the point where it stops making sense because like he'll walk out into like a street thing and he's still shot from below. <laughs> and it's where you get hmm. that great thing of him just sat there in the church going like... Urgh. Yep. To the angry me, Mike James Franco face where he's staring at Spider-Man. He's like, the only,
1: The only one I remember in my head, because I choose to acknowledge only this one, mm-hmm. is just where he's sitting there eating the pie so smugly. And he's like, so good. And he's, he's just living life and then just disappears behind the truck. It's like,
0: oh, he's got he's... you.
1: And
0: still, at what point, though, does he get the G formula? So that's the thing is, like, you could sell that. Hmm. I never understood this about all the villains in Spider-Man. You can sell half the shit they make, and they always say it's a failure. How is it a failure? It makes him super strong and starts giving him cancer.
1: I do like as well, it's like, oh, oh, origin and living status. Origin, human mutated by the goblin formula. Living status, deceased, cause of death, side effects of the goblin formula. Okay, maybe the goblin formula doesn't work. uh, Maybe it's not great. (sighs) And, um, yeah, I just... I do like what they eventually do with Harry. As I say, I think the game is really hampered in the first half by just, like, the pacing of it all. Mm -hmm. Um, But I didn't expect them to, like, go so far with the the symbiote stuff. Yeah, I did not expect, oh, just the city's fucked. Like, that moment was so fucking cool. It was, yeah. Like, you know, say all you want about, like, the fact that they've used New York as, like, a hub for three games and stuff. And, like... Oh, they've just added on to the map, and I've heard people complain about that a lot, but when you get to a moment where it's
0: like, oh, the entire city has become Venom City. The thing that got me, though, is, like, I imagine there's, like, somewhere in New York in that game universe is a guy who just finished getting all the sand out of his shop <laughs> and just as he finishes doing that. The symbiote is like, for fuck's sake! So, I so, think in the space of, like, what, three... like I think this game takes place, like, a month, two months after... Like the events of the previous game, so they had Devil's Breath, Sandman, and um, it can't it can't be that short an amount of time, surely? Maybe it's a year or so. It might it must be long because obviously Spider Man's still not moved into his Aunt May's house yet. So that's at least it's not going to be more than a couple of months, is it? Yeah. So within the space of a couple of months, you had um, obviously the Sinister Six
1: escape. Miles is about to leave high school, so I'm not
0: quite sure on timeline wise. But yeah, think of all the stuff they had to deal with. Like the Sinister Six Mm -hmm. escaped twice. Yeah, uh, you had the rhinos rampage through town twice. You had the devil's breath incident. You had the the demons took over. Um, you had like all those like Wilson Fisk bases all over the joint. You had the Sandman attack.
2: Mm. You had
0: like the symbiote invasion. You had the Hunter invasion. Like all the giant set pieces where like, half yeah. city, Like the lizard rampaged. Because I still love that as wow. well. My favorite bit in the game is that Danica podcast, where like you have the lizard attack. And like mm. the lizard, just the lizard, like he Godzilla's his way through downtown and Danica's on a podcast of like, I can't believe Spider-Man's like, you know, turned against us. It's like, did you not see what the Sandman did? <laughs> like, she, she talks about it as if you've like destroyed half of it. It's like, no, the Sandman did that a week ago. And mm-hmm. she's on a podcast of like, thank God Spider-Man was here to like minimize the damage. And like you drop one person a bit roughly while trying to stop them from being eaten by a boat. And yeah. suddenly she's like, I don't know why Spider-Man suddenly turned against us. If you can hear this, Spider-Man, stop being evil. Like, how do you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, you rough houses the lizard through a few buildings, but think no, about the amount that. of damage that like the lizard would have done without.
0: That's the thing as well. It's like, at no point in any of the other games does she ever criticize Spider-Man. So we had to do it, because if he had not been there, it would have been worse. But mm-hmm. the lizard, she seemingly knows that you've got the symbiote, and I really didn't like that. Yeah that she just somehow intuits that Spider-Man is like you no know, becoming more aggressive and lethal in his attacks even though like nothing that an outside observer would witness would indicate that yeah it makes sense
1: when J Jonah Jameson's like well, Spider-Man's got a black suit. I don't know what this means for Spider-Man. And then Venom comes out and he's like, now there's someone else with a black Spider-Man suit on who's causing even more carnage. What's going on? Who's three stories tall,
0: yeah. (laughs) The thing is, I rocked around most of the first game wearing like a jet black suit. I wore Mm. the big time suit or the Spider-Punk suit or whatever. That's what I found really hilarious. She says he's changed his suit. This is clearly a sign of bad things. I, I changed my suit every mission. <laughs> I'm, like, if anything, you should think it was forty-five Spider Spider-Man with how many times I changed my suit. Christ, they needed to back
1: off on like the um having every version of every single like um film suit. Just because they had like nearly half of Peter Parker's outfits were film costumes, which means you didn't get any extra cool
0: styles on them. Lucas, they're gonna be DLC. All those suits from the first game are going to be DLC.
1: No, they've actually said a lot of them were because um, they couldn't get them to work as well with like the web wings and stuff like that.
0: Is is an idea? Just make the web wings web. I mean, I guess, but it's like they can't. All, like that's the thing. None of those spiders None of those suits look good with the spider arms.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or, or the symbiote web. I think that's. I think that's they all look like terrible with that. The spider arms and the web wings were like what they pointed at as like why some of the costumes didn't
0: come back. So I don't do know how of much costumes, of, th- yeah. of that is true, but that's what they said. So why do some of the costumes still look terrible with the spider arms and mm-hmm. web wings? God, I hated the spider arms.
1: I like them, but they do look bad on a lot of outfits. They look
0: bad on almost every costume. And mm-hmm. I was uh, well, Tell me more about Harry Osborn. But, no, we only got like, one. We got one word in. We have.
1: But, they, you know, they, this is not really to talk about the wikis. It was mainly to talk about the games, as we've said.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I want to know what his powers are. And, like, you know, as the Green Goblin, assuming it's the Goblin form, because we've not fought the Goblin in these Spider-Man games yet.
1: We haven't, no. So maybe this can give us, like, a hint about, you know, what kind of thing we might see in the future game. And what do you want to know? Do you want to know, like, a bit of a... History of the Green Goblin, or do you want to get straight into, like, a few powers and whatnot?
0: I want to know, the, like, oh, actually, no, alternate nicknames. you got any, like, band names?
1: Does he have No, so he's, like, the Green Goblin, names.
0: but he's, like, the second goblin. Um, name, Harold Theopolis Osborne. Oh, he was going to get bullied, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I, he just, he's designed to be bullied. Um, current alias Green
1: Goblin. Nicknames, Cornrow Har, how, 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 I don't know how you would say that, H A R.
0: I guess Cornrow makes sense because he always these designers always had like the weird red cornrows, but it's the way he's drawn. It's mm-hmm. just he show he's got wavy hair, not cornrows, but it always looks like cornrows. Yeah, it always
1: looks like cornrows, <laughs> especially in like the uh, the 90s um, cartoons. I always thought they were like cornrows. The, thing is, though, the other right? alias is Goblin Prince.
0: That's not bad. I've listened to that It's Pretty album. cool. Like, you know, folk metal album, like Glory Hammer or something. So he's like, Osborn's got some strong-ass jeans that are that hairline and that hair colour. <laughs> the I did hair like, colour, yeah. The one thing I did like, though, is that like, Norman Osborn, because obviously we know he's the Goblin, he wears green in a lot of his appearances, but those suits look so bad. And mm. I feel it's kind of bad, obviously we, he's got to wear green, because he's the Green Goblin. And it's yeah. that hint, isn't it, of like, but he looks so bad in green, because he has like, such stark red hair, it mm-hmm. clashes so... Like, you've got like bright like, red hair, haven't you, like, when it's not dyed. Would you I mean, have
1: not green? not nowadays. By used to, yeah. yeah. Would you
0: have worn green? Cause it just
1: it doesn't clash. Very rarely wore green ever. Yeah, but
0: he, he exclusively wears green throughout the city. He mm-hmm. always
1: looks shit. But Carl, that's the hint that he's the Green Goblin.
0: But we know he's the Green Goblin. He's called Norman Osborn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, oh God. I like I. I was just going down to powers and abilities here, but it's um. Just like I love how you go through Marvel comics, fandoms and stuff, and without really knowing what's going on in the comics. It's like, before his death, Harry created an artificial intelligence copied from him and his
0: father's mind in yep. order to carry on their legacy. Here's the thing, is like, I always give Marvel credit because they have the floating timeline, and mm-hmm. with a couple of exceptions, they've, they've tried not to on much stuff. There's a few things there, obviously some characters they've like moved the timeline forward so they're not like 90, like Magneto, Wolverine, for mm-hmm. example. I Wolverine's probably a bad example because he just doesn't age. And like I think The Punisher's one of the few characters they've never aged down. Like he's still like I think he's like 50 years old, he still did fight in Vietnam. Well that's still his backstory in some of the comics, and then they made him Frankencastle for a little bit to de-age him, but he's still fought right. in like, Vietnam. But for the most part, like they've kept a consistent sliding timeline that has like all the events from the past are still canon, mm-hmm. and it's great. But it don't half get weird when you start. like... It does, yeah. Because like, like that's see the why, thing like, is DC like DC reboots every year.
1: It starts with like you know oh like becoming Green Goblin, final confrontation. Then the this is like it part of the posthumous activities. Then it's descent into hell and the Kindreds, and it's like yep. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and then you he go with wild like goblin army and all that shit, where it's an army of green goblins. It's like do... the third army of supervillains at like Spider Man Forks. Don't forget they had like the Hobgoblin army as well. Is that like a separate Hob... army? I think so. Or maybe they all team up, but then there's a Sinister hmm. Six and a Sinister Twelve. It's like, why do you all hate this one <laughs> dude so much? <laughs> he speaks to how powerful Spider Man is. That like his Rose Gallery is like twelve people who have to team up to kick his ass.
1: It yeah, that thing is like you know, 12 creature-themed anomalies plus Craven or, like, 11. 11 creature people plus
0: Craven all need to take down Spider-Man, and they still can't do it. They all team up, yeah. It's like that bit in the first game, isn't it, where just, oh, it's Spider-Man versus the Sinister Six, and if it wasn't for, like, the assist from Dr. Octopus, he probably would have beaten them all again.
1: Yeah, that's not, it's only because he gets surprised because he, that he gets, like, you know, stabbed in the back, essentially.
0: Yeah, people wondering, like, well, how does that work? Is spider mans Spider-Sense doesn't work against people that he trusts.
1: Yeah, so, so at the time was... he thought of him as a, as an ally and it wasn't yeah. working on him.
0: So it makes perfect sense in the established canon of Spider-Man's power set that Dr. Octopus, the first time, would be able to sneak up on him.
1: Until he's just
0: like, you knew? You knew? And he's like, well, time for shit to get real. I do like that fight on the side of a building. That was a really fun fight. Of like You do it on the side of a building because Spider-Man Because can... I just love when Spider-Man stands on the side of a building because he can.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the downsides to this game is um, I think a lot of the boss fights, as much as they like had improved, a lot of them were like very similar of like, web them up, do a four-hit combo, use your gadgets, rinse, repeat.
2: Yeah, and it's
0: just big monster thing. So I was kind of looking forward to like the Venom fight of like, ooh, you get to fight someone with your power set. Mm-hmm. So I, like, even... I
1: think the Venom fight was quite cool and I think... Um, or, like, as much as it did the classic of, like, happened so much with the symbiotes of, like, when it happens to Mary Jane and, like, no, MJ, you can be better than this.
0: Yeah. I did like that nod, though, to, what? like, all the Venom, like, the, jobber, the Scream symbiote children. or whatever, yeah. So that's the thing. That's the thing of, like, people who think Venom's cool. It's like, this is why they stopped putting Venom in comics, because that's how edgy it got. Like, you think, mm-hmm. like, if you thought, like, was it Lasher or whatever the fuck it is she turns into, looks cringy and bad. Like, there was an entire arc where Venom makes, like, an entire army of children with names, like, Phage. I
1: think she turns into... I think her one was called Scream,
0: was it? Mm-hmm. And
1: then, yeah, there's, like, Lasher and Phage and... Um,
2: because they thought was, like...
1: ca-
0: Carnage worked. Yeah. just thing they thought Carnage worked, let's just make 15 Carnages, I'm, and it's like, uh, Carnage I was works because he's red. I think there's literally, like, yeah, uh, more than a
1: dozen, like, ca- Carnage and uh, Venom, like, symbiote children... And, and offspring and stuff.
0: They're all edgy and none of them work as well as Carnage. He was in the game. I was surprised. I didn't catch like the uh, the flame guy being Carnage until I saw him and I went the red hair. Duh. As, See, as, I saw I... Red, as soon as I saw his red hair, I was like, "That's Carnage."
1: I was so stupid. I didn't even realize. I didn't put two and two together to like the last mission.
0: It was a good twist that there. It was there's a good some twist. DLC.
1: That's yeah. a DLC mission. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I really enjoyed the fact that it was like. It was all set up as like this, um, like you know, pyromaniac's vision of like we're gonna burn everything down. And I was like, but what has like the null symbol got to do with all this? Like, I was kind of confused, and I I was thinking that he was tying into Venom, and Mm -hmm. had the wrong headspace about trying to figure out who he was. And then all of a sudden, where it's like, oh no, yeah, when he's saying like burn them all down, he means like you know, the the symbiotes are gonna take over, and the chosen Mm -hmm. ones are gonna be picked. It's not that like he's literally going to burn down New York, and people are going to be like invulnerable to the fire, mm-hmm. which is kind of ironic, really, considering you know Venom should be weak to fire, but then yeah, that's an in this interesting one.
2: change.
0: Like, it's like I remember that bit with like Harry Osborn when he gets the Venom suit, and mm-hmm. it's like oh, you're in like a steel factory, so this is where it's like you're going to figure out his weakness for later in the game. He goes, "Are you not hot?" And he's he actually no. I'm completely fireproof. I'm like, "Okay, that's venom's now unstoppable." Because <laughs> yeah. the only thing that could stop venom is like if he's immune to loud sounds as well. because I was expecting to be like someone fall down like a big factory full of steel and metal. Are we going to have mm. a bit where like there's a big loud crash and like the suit flies off him or he gets injured? And it's like, nope.
1: No, they Still did have the they did have the bit that insinuated that he was weak to sound because the alarm went off when they were on the conveyor yes. belt.
2: Oh, yeah, he gets um, stuck, doesn't he in Spider-Man. He gets
1: actually. stuck in, yeah, in there. But then straight afterwards he goes into lava and you're like, the
0: fuck, Venom? It's just <laughs> like Venom has one weakness in this game.
1: Mm-hmm. And they just double down on that one. And, um, yeah, like, I will say, you know, shout out to them for kind of... I knew that you were going to get it back in some way, but then obviously, like, the fact that they take your Venom powers away... Because you can't be symbiote Spider Man and Venom has to come along, and it's like, yeah. oh, well, you, you've you lost your Venom powers, and it's like, but I've still got an entire skill tree yeah. about
0: Venom powers. Cause you kind of get spoiled on the fact you're going to get them back, don't you? Because you can see yeah. the skill. You're spoiled by the game's own mechanics.
2: hmm.
1: Yeah, like, but I've invested all my skill points in Venom powers. I'm getting Venom powers back by the end of the game. So, okay, cool. And I, you know, um,. I'm sure we'll talk about that in a bit, but I did like the way they did that and didn't mm-hmm. see that coming. But, um yeah, in terms of, like, Harry and Venom and stuff, like, I just, I, I really liked the fact that they went straight in with just, it's not just you versus Venom, it's you versus a bunch of symbiotes. It's setting up, like, all of the crazy
0: bullshit. It's setting up carnage. They just went, if we're going to do a symbiote story, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah, because how many people? It's, like, it's always like just you're the symbiote for like five minutes.
1: Mm-hmm. because you know how many times have we seen in the last twenty years like just the same Venom story essentially in like yeah. in more mainstream media that isn't the comics. Um, like that's
0: what I think is it frustrates. We've had like <clears> we said we've had four Spider Man twos in the last ten fifteen years,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it always frustrates me that every time new media comes out, you always just have someone. Oh, they've changed it. It's like, well, yeah, because we've had the same thing four times already. Why would they not change it? Why would they tell the same story again? We've already had that story.
1: We keep getting, like, you know, we had Spider-Man 3 do that story. We had the 90s Spider-Man do that story. We had the video games doing that story multiple
0: times. The the video games had the balls to give us Carnage Dr. Octopus. That was fucking (laughs) terrible. Carnage Dr. Octopus chasing you in the Spider-Man PS1 game was fucking Mm. terrifying.
1: Oh, God, I do never ever want to go back to playing those games and see how badly they control now.
0: The boss fights were cool though. Just like the idea of like Yeah. Carnage Dr. Octopus, because they had no rules back then. So they didn't have like a, a mandate from Marvel about what they could and couldn't do with the characters. So you could play as like Phoenix force Spider-Man fighting Carnage <laughs> Octopus. It was like, <laughs> let's go. And um I will say
1: going back to this wiki of yeah, speaking of powers, yeah. Um well I was gonna just bring up this like funny line thing in this posthumous activities thing. is like After he, like you know, made artificial artificial intelligence, he persuaded the chameleon to create two robots that would appear to be Peter Parker's dead parents in an effort to get Peter to tell them who Spider Man really was.
0: The thing is, though, that's so much effort. What I love even more, though,
1: robots. What I love even more is it says afterwards. Harry always knew Spider Man's identity, but wanted to mess with Peter's head, so he convinced the chameleon that Parker, due to all the photos he had taken, was sure to know Spider Man's identity. So, like, he didn't even need to do it. He knew he just... who the identity was. He was like, guess what, though? I'm going to get Chameleon to just fuck with your head and think you're going to
0: Spider Man from beyond the grave. Yeah, it's great. You've almost got to respect it, haven't you? I really did.
1: Like, yeah, it says. Um, when Spider-Man discovered the fraud, he went briefly insane over the disappointment of losing his parents again. Harry is just in his head, living oh, rent-free.
0: It's that thing, isn't it? It's um, we get that comic, isn't it, of the Batman one where Batman like sees his go- the ghost of his parents, and you get the one of Batman crying of like, "Don't leave me, don't leave me." And I can only watch that and laugh because it's like, Batman, you don't deserve parents. <laughs> <laughs> You're such an asshole. You don't deserve parents.
1: And um, we'll go on to just quickly powers and abilities of, of course, Harold yes. Osborne. Um, this has the Goblin. Um, And he, you know, the Goblin just has like a pretty standard set of Marvel powers of like the superhuman strength, speed, stamina, durability, regenerative healing factor, agility,
0: reflexes.
1: Yeah, um, like almost
0: every Spider-Man villain. He's a roughly comparable strength, speed, and stamina to Spider-Man, but doesn't have his fighting and then, style.
1: Yeah, it's the equipment and paraphernalia and stuff that, like, realistically set him apart.
2: But How they don't like, set, set him apart similar. too much
1: because it's the same as the other Green Goblin and the Hobgoblin. He just
0: uses his father's stuff. Don't
2: what <laughs> look like, does he, he does, ch- yeah.
0: Does he change up his outfits at all? So.
1: Uh, no, it's the same as the Green Goblin outfit. So he, he
0: just wears his dad's outfit then?
1: Yeah, yeah. At least the pictures that they've got, like, on the uh, the front page of the wiki here, they so he just use the same one. He doesn't build a surfboard or hoverboard or whatever. The idea that James Franco
0: to build a surfboard
1: so can, like, like, at least in this Spider-Man.
0: universe,
1: like in Spider-Man Two, Harry Osborn is proven to have been a scientist with Peter, mm-hmm. and when they set up like the Emily May Foundation, that makes sense. Yeah,
2: because of, like, he was like one, like, one, like, one of the, the two prodigies. people
1: who, yeah, both child prodigies who they're finally getting their chance to like you know save the world and utilize their. Um, you know, their potential. But in in the film, it's like, yeah, he's
0: flunking at school and then he just makes this, like, sick-ass hoverboard. I love as well that he's just, like, um the Norman Osborn. I really like Norman Osborn. He's not much in the game much, but just the fact that all he cares about is his son.
2: Yeah. He's, and it's
0: it, all he gives a fuck. Like, every time, like, when the, like, the Emily May Foundation blows up and he just lands his helicopter, he's like, I don't care. Are you okay? Yeah,
1: he's like, I don't give a shit that this building's exploded. Are you okay? Yeah. And like the fact that you know when um when he uh, when Harry's mum dies and like they turn up at the school during that flashback mm-hmm. and like again helicopters in the cops are there he tells the cops to fuck off he's like they broke into a high school who gives a shit his mum's dead yeah like I need to be there
0: for him and tell him and I really like that it's a, like and I'll give props to the voice actor for Norman Osborn of like that bit at the end where it's like my son's dying. Mm -hmm. And he just asks, he's begging Peter for help, of like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, and even
1: the fact that, you know, Peter, when he has that moment with um, Harry, of like, I'm really sorry, like, I can't give you a suit, but we're figuring out another way, me and your dad are going to work together, like, and they both genuinely believe that. And obviously that's setting up the formula, I suppose, but it's just... It's really nice to spend an entire game where Norman's not being the asshole he was in number one. So, he's, like he's still he, an asshole. Sh- he still is, but all he gives a shit about is his son. But it really contextualizes. He, like, you know, yeah. he he lost his wife and they were able to like hold back the reins and tease us for number three with the goblins and just be like, No, this this game, all Norman cares about is his son and doing right by him and trying to he- fix it like
0: I can't wait for the sequel, we've got double goblins. Yeah, we're gonna have two goblins and they're gonna kick your fucking ass. Like they're gonna combo the shit out of you. If if
1: we're gonna be able to have like two Spider-Man versus two goblins, that's gonna be so much fun. And yeah. Um, yeah, like on the power grid again, like num- you know numbers one seven, and he's he's pretty. Pretty, you know, across the board, like, as you say, kind of similar to Spider-Man of, like, with the Goblin formulas, a 5 in Intelligence, a 4 in Strength, a 3 in Speed, a 4 in Durability, a 3 in Energy Protection, and 2 in Fighting Skills. So, all around, like, pretty good. But it's all about those Goblin Bombs. It's it is about bombs. the Goblin Bombs. Oh, Always the Pumpkin Bombs. You know, it, I guess, like, if you want to know more about um the, like, actual stuff that he uses and the equipment and stuff, go check out the wiki page. Um, they go into to detail, and there's obviously a bunch of um, extra stuff you can click on, but we're trying to keep it surface level so we can mainly talk about the game, and I think it's probably time for us to get onto your wiki card.
0: Yes, so, um, like, uh I have also brought a wiki related to the Spider-Man game. It's probably like the biggest spoiler we're going to cover here, because I have brought the wiki for the Anti-Venom Symbiote.
1: And I guess just before we talk about that, we can take a quick break so I can go to the toilet. Yeah, no problem. Back in a sec. And we're back off the break, and I guess we can just do a quick little bit of housekeeping as normal before we go into talking about the anti-venom. And, Carl, is there anything you'd like to plug for us?
0: Well, just my stream, as always. Every Friday um, over on Twitch, um, I do a stream where I play through Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. I have a couple of drinking games associated with it, so I encourage everyone, like, it's a Friday night, Grab yourself a beer, grab yourself a beverage, a sandwich, just chill out for a couple hours as we go through the game, and try and get uh, the fabled all hype moments run. Because that's what we single out a lot. It's like eight <laughs> different things in the game, and if they happen, we drink for them. And never before has there been an entire stream where every single one's happened. But maybe Oh, fair
1: know. enough. Maybe one day. And yeah, for myself, just uh, also, you know, go check out my Twitch, Legend of Canto. I'm like streaming on uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday nights, UK time. And, yeah, currently I've just, like, been blasting my way through Dead Space Remake, but, like, it's all up in the air for me at the moment. I'm starting a new Pokemon game. Um, Next week I'm going to be starting a new Zelda game, and I'm also working my way towards playing through Mass Effect 2 with Carl.
0: Yes, Mass Effect Mondays will return.
1: Yeah, and, um, yeah, I'll be doing a Pokemon Nuzlocke of Pokemon X. I'm I'm jumping on that Nuzlocke train for the very first time, and I'm also going to be... Starting a new Zelda game, and I'm working my way through every single Zelda game slowly, um, every Tuesday night. And I mm-hmm. think we're like nine, ten games into the series at this point, like mainline Zelda games, not all like the CDI bollocks and that. Because
0: that's yeah. the thing, every time you do it something, we're well, gonna play the CDI games. It's like no, because they suck.
1: Yeah, it's
0: like I don't want to subject myself, you know, to that.
1: as a separate fucking sub goal one day or something. But I'm not counting those as
0: like mainline Zelda. Maybe games you'll like, do a watch along the cutscenes, and you basically get the entire game. Exactly, like yeah. Whenever it comes to stuff like that, people say, Oh, play this meme thing, it's like do you actually want me to play it? Because it's gonna be it's gonna be awful. It's gonna be a bad stream, <laughs> yeah. It's like when people just say, like, oh, like hate watch like the Star Wars like people meme on the Star Wars prequels of like, Oh, they're really fun. It's like we actually sat down and watched them because they're two hours long and the meme parts are ten minutes of those two hours. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. it it lives better as a memory. It does, yeah.
1: And um yeah, I just I guess we can also plug that I think we still have a Fat Fiend t-shirt on pre-order as well. We do
0: indeed. I'm not wearing it today, but they have a new t-shirt on pre-order. Yes, that is the uh, the Sage of Secrets. So that's an anime-inspired design, just remixing the fact Fiend logo.
1: Yep, so uh, hopefully I'll remember to put the link to that in the description. I know last time I said I would have forgot for the first like. Bit, it's
0: fine, it's but
1: fine. But it happens, it happens. Um, But hopefully the link's that are- for that are in the description and future Lucas remember to do that. But Carl, bring us in with your wiki.
0: Okay, so as mentioned, we're talking about Anti-Venom who does appear in the Spider-Man PS2 game. I was surprised. I wasn't too familiar with Anti-Venom as a character uh, but I was surprised after reading through his wiki just ahead of time to make sure there was enough meat on that bone Mm -hmm. that the origin story of Anti-Venom in the comics is very similar to what we got in the games. It is Martin Lee who creates Mm -hmm. Anti-Venom although not in the same way as it happens in the games. So I I was initially thinking it's a bit of an ass pull that wait, Martin Lee can just go into your mind and fix the Venom symbiote, and that's what he did in the comics.
1: Yeah, it is, and I do think it's um, a very cool thing to kind of like retroactively put in. Is like, oh no, I guess the symbiote is like weak to the powers of Mind Lee because it's all about manipulation of the mind and negative emotions and stuff. And I think it's a really cool thing to do with like making more of Mister Negative. And I didn't know about um, Anti Venom either, and I think it's a cool thing that. They've used Mr. Negative across both Spider-Man 1 and 2. It makes it feel As, cohesive, yeah. It, Yeah, and it's also a character that was very like unknown because he was a more modern comic book character, and they've really brought him into the light um, with those two games. And I think it was just like a cool way to bring something into the fold that most fans, like even me and you, were probably unaware of.
0: Yeah, I would have liked if Mr. Negative also got like a change and become Mr. Positive.
1: <laughs> well, he basically did. Yeah. He essentially, like, had positive, you know, character development and gave up his negative powers.
0: I do, I do love that bit, though, where he just stood at the edge of a building and Spider-Man just watched something and like, wait, why are you here? He's like, well, I thought you'd be here. So I just stood here, just sending up, like, <laughs> massive power. He just stands there sending up energy waves. Yeah. And, like, Spider-Man, come arrest me.
1: It's like, well, so this was the only way I knew how to get near you. Like... Uh, Speaking
0: of getting near you, the Anti-Venom Symbiote. And it starts with a quote from the Symbiote itself, or specifically the Symbiote when it's in control of Eddie Brock. Do you know what that thing is doing to you? You can't see, or you'd never have allowed it to bond to you. And make no mistake, it chose you. It will drink your soul, leaving behind only cancerous excrement. It is not a black monster from space, it's a black demon sent from hell. You're an addict, a damaged and wounded animal. You have a sickness... I am the cure. And that's anti-Venom. That's and cool. Yeah. You know, Venom is edgy. I think, like, Venom is just on the cusp of edginess, though, where it's like, okay, it's cool. It's it's still cool. It does the black thing. It's like, it's black because that's when it's edgy. And then you have Carnage, which is even edgier. But I feel like because they're from so long ago, they've kind of, like, been grandfathered in as being cool.
1: Yeah, and I think this is what I was talking about earlier with, like, Venom being cool again is, like, there's right and wrong ways to do them, and I think a lot of the time when it gets like you know overdone and overplayed, and you don't do the characters the right way, it can come across as just really cringy.
0: And try hard, like the Venom movie.
1: I, think I like the, the Venom di- movie. Yeah. The
0: difference is is that Venom should be a monster. Venom mm. should be a monster. Like you can be, it can have anti-heroic traits, like you know only attacking bad people. But Venom, first and foremost, is a monster. And like that's what the Spider-Man Two game treats Venom as a huge, scary, lumbering monster. Whereas like the Venom movie, it's like I don't want to see Venom making quips. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see like you know Tom Hardy acting like a crazy person. Like when he's like, I kind
1: of do. I kind of do want to see him like, jump into fish tanks. But like
0: that's the only real charm to those movies. It's because it's Tom Hardy overacting the fuck out of it. But you mm-hmm. just it, the thing is, though, I watch those movies and they make me feel. Really unclean because Tom Hardy just constantly looks dirty. Oh God, yeah. Like just he looks really unclean and it makes me feel uncomfortable to watch how dirty he is. Like he's just it, constantly sweating.
1: It's weird because he goes from like, yeah, this well respected like journalist
0: to just complete mess it, just instantly. And at no point during any of those films does it ever look like he actually enjoys being Venom. Mm-hmm. 99% and I think the second one's even worse because there's literally like for the first one as well. And there's literally moments cut out of the film, like the first movie where he skates Venom and he's really happy. And then, mm. like, there is a literal 20 minutes cut out of the movie because when he rebonds with Venom, he's like, I have seen humanity and learned to embrace it. And it's like, when did that happen? And it turns out <laughs> they, just, they just cut 20 minutes out of the movie. Right. Yeah. That makes because more sense. Because they didn't have the budget for it. So just Venom has like a complete heel turn for no reason. But, you know, we're talking about anti Venom today and. Venom anti venom has no name. Um, it is unrevealed as of yet. All the symbiotes do have names. Um, uh, its current alias is anti venom. There are no aliases for anti venom. Um, its affiliation is Eddie Brock, but formerly the Revengers. It has relatives. And do you want to just like just re- I to read out the name of its relatives so you can see how edgy the like the venom idea got. And this is why I mean they-
1: we can. Did I misremember earlier? It's not scream, it's shriek, isn't it? uh, no,
0: it, it's, uh we'll, we'll go through them Lucas so just to remind yeah. you, so all of those like weird colourful symbiotes at the end of Spider-Man 2 are references to the Venom symbiote relatives and siblings but mm-hmm. they never mention them by name because they're fucking edgy as well you thought Venom was bad why don't you try it's other um, uh, relatives which include Phage Riot Lasher Agony Scream Sleeper Toxin Scorn Raze hybrid who is a fusion of riot agony lasher and phage and mania
1: okay so it was scream wars right yeah like scream is the one of those like five symbiotes that originally were like the the power rangers of venom that
0: she took over and and what they do is they can combine together to create new ones it's like fuck's sake
2: and i know there's
0: like venom's cool but just the more they try to, like, oh, but let's double down on Venom. It's like, no, stop making... It's like, don't focus on the interesting side characters, and then they stop being interesting.
1: Yeah, and there's
0: there's some ones
1: that I like the idea of. Um, there's one where, like, they become um, essentially, like, a living piece of technology and can construct, like, machinery out of the symbiote and stuff. And, okay, cool, that's a bit of a different idea, whereas where it's like, oh, well, Lasher's got, like, slightly spikier limbs and
0: because yeah, it... Carnage <laughs> never did that and that's the problem yeah. of like they try to make them more and more specific even though Venom is already super interesting and can do all mm-hmm. this stuff it's like all you're doing is do you know that, it's the, the Hank Hill quote about Christian rock of like you're not making Christianity better you're making rock and roll worse <laughs> it's like you're not making like you know these things cooler you're making Venom worse mm-hmm. and I think uh, they got away with it once with Carnage yeah and that they just couldn't help themselves and they made like 11 different Carnage symbiote siblings. But, history, mm. when Eddie Brock was separated from the Venom symbiote, traces of it were left in his body. Later, suffering from cancer, Brock started working as a volunteer at the Feast Centre. Martin Lee, the founder of Feast, and alter-ego the supervillain Mr Negative, used his powers to cure Eddie's cancer. In the process, Lee accidentally infused the remnants of the symbiote in his bloodstream with his power and fused them to his white blood cells. Creating a new hybrid symbiote, which manifests when the Venom symbiote attempts to leave its then current host, Mac Gargan, and return to Eddie. And that's the thing of like, yeah. If you talk about like, oh, Venom shouldn't be attaching itself to like Harry Osborn, like the Venom symbiote gets around. Mm-hmm. It has attached itself to like twenty-five different people. Like, yeah, Jean Grey had it for a little bit.
1: And uh, like you know, talking about Spider-Man Two, I was a little bit upset that it was as straightforward as Harry just gets it back because. I was waiting for that moment where, like, because Craven's kind of not necessarily given up on life, but has yeah, I decided, thought was
0: going to attach itself to Craven,
1: yeah, and that would explain it's why like, it's more
0: animalistic and it's hunting you.
1: Yeah, and Craven decides like I I want to die, but I only want to die by like the hands of the perfect beast. Yeah, the thing that can kill me. I would. I was hoping that like you had a Spider Man fight as like symbiote Spider Man, and then Craven fucks you up a little bit, and then Venom goes. Oh,
0: oh! This guy is stronger. Yeah, I legit thought they were setting up because when they have like, obviously, when Harry has the symbiote, he just has like a black's like tactical suit, mm-hmm. and then Craven is physically much larger. Like he's he has the body type that you'd expect. Like the reason why Eddie Brock, people like Eddie Brock as the Venom symbiote, is because he's a powerlifter in the, mm-hmm. the comics. That's why people complain about Topher Grace being Eddie Brock. Like he's supposed to be like a gym rat, and that's why Venom is so much physically, so much more physically imposing. I legit thought they were gonna set up it attach itself to Craven the Hunter, which is why Venom was gonna fight in a very animalistic way. Because basically mm-hmm. it's just infused to a guy who fights like a wild animal.
1: Yeah. And I, I do appreciate the balls on Insomniac to be like, Oh yeah, he was hunting them. Here's how many villains are dead.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, just like when you go in through his like his his little um uh, his little like, you know, rave cave. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh he just ki- he killed the shocker off screen, he killed the uh, he killed the like scorpion culture. on screen.
1: Like yeah, because the, the the first moment they drop it with the scorpion,
0: yeah,
1: where they're like, "Is he that all you've him. got?" and he just stabs him and kills him, and it's like, "Oh, oh, they killed the scorpion!" and then you you make it into one of the hunter bases. It's like deceased, deceased, deceased. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh. This man has just
0: killed off the Sinister 6 by himself. If they had the balls though, they would have put like Iron Man on there. (laughs) Like if they had the balls. Just put just put like a really low-level hero like you know who's not gonna be in the games. Would have been really fun. Put like Mr. Fantastic on there or something.
1: Well I was gonna say it would have been a really cool Easter egg to put Logan on there. And oh, he, he
0: thinks he's killed Logan. And it, yes, they are like in the same universe. They've confirmed that the Insomniac Wolverine game is in the same universe as Spider-Man. So I was really surprised there wasn't a hint about it. I thought we were going to mm. get a cameo. I thought we would, but I, I'm kind of glad that we didn't, but it would have been a funny thing to
1: see on screen. Craven thinks he's killed Wolverine, but obviously Wolverine's got regenerative
0: healing factor and he, he no, just came back. What you do is it says over it, escaped.
2: Mm, and he escaped. Yeah.
0: So I was thinking Wolverine but, versus Craven would be a fun fight because Wolverine
1: fights like a wild animal. It would have been fun to think, like, oh, Wolverine, before he was, like, injected with adamantium, Craven thought he hunted and killed Wolverine in the past. Man, that would be, be so just, good. I can't wait oh, for the Traverse, or yeah. he gets to
0: crawl at walls with his little claws.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just put it in New York City still, but he can't swing around. He's just got to go... Ch-ch-ch-ch.
0: No, put it in, like, uh, <laughs> the birds. <laughs> so it's Wolverine running around on, like with his claws at Oh dear! Oh, but you know, uh, speaking of um, uh, like powers and stuff and crawling up walls, the attributes and powers of the anti-venom symbiote. So, mutated symbiote biology. So, the symbiote can mimic any type of clothing whatsoever, as well as blending anti-venom into his surroundings, rendering him almost invisible. The symbiote has augmented all of its host's physical capabilities to superhuman levels, equal to, and in some cases, superior to that of Spider-Man. And something that's worth pointing out about the Venom symbiote is, um, on the wiki, you have like a list of criteria that venom falls anti venom falls under. One of which is mm. agender Because the oh, symbiote cool. the symbiote is agender. Obviously mm-hmm. we, we speak to it as a he obviously it takes up Eddie Brock.
2: Yeah. is like more often most...
0: referred to as like male pronouns, but the symbiote itself is agender Yeah,
1: most of the time they um they like are bonded to a male character, like Venom especially. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, doesn't necessarily mean that the symbiote
0: itself is. Well, speaking of, cool. like, um, like, you know, bonding to a male. Before the symbiote was created, Eddie Brock had conditioned himself to lift, or press, 700 pounds. And that's the thing, do you look at Topher Grace? think that man can bench <laughs> half a ton? No, you don't. Once it was created, the symbiote added Spider-Man's superhuman strength to Brock's vast human-level strength, enabling him to lift and press over 70 tons.
1: Yeah, because that's the thing, is the they question I don't they of, like, well, yeah, Spider-Man, like, what does working out do to you? And he's like, well, it'd make me stronger. Yeah. it's like,
0: I just don't need to work out because I've already got the spider strength. But if I did work out, I'd be way stronger. He does. I love that idea of, like, superhumans. Of, like, because um, the boys is, like, coming out soon. Mm-hmm. And, like, I love the detail is that Homelander wears a muscle suit and no other character does. and Because Homelander has never had to work out. He's yeah. already stronger than everyone else in the universe, so he doesn't need to.
1: And I, I do love the fact that just behind the scenes when it was, like, um... Uh, Jensen Ackles got told after he'd gotten buff, like why yeah. didn't you just ask for a
0: muscle suit? Like I think it, what? It makes so much thematic sense that Homelander would does. do that. Because like, it even really though he's does. even though he's invincible, like, he still does it to project strength, even though he doesn't need to because so he can cut you in half with his eyeballs. But mm-hmm. well, speaking of durability, um, anti-venom's body is highly resistant to pretty much all physical injury, capable of withstanding assault from high caliber bullets as well as attacks from superpowered individuals. When distributed at a typical thickness over Brock's own body, the symbiote is capable of absorbing bullets with small arms weapons, firing conventional ammunition. The anti-venom is also invulnerable to the traditional weakness of the symbiotes: fire and sonic waves. Which means so it's completely completely it have, immune. Does it have weaknesses? Uh, it does, and we'll get to those in a moment. Just say okay. though, um, there is one thing that can hurt it, and that is Mister Negative's dark force powers, because it's created by his light force powers.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It says that the anti venom um, symbiote can also survive in harmful areas for long periods of time, such so as underwater or within toxic gases, by filtering breathable air to the host from the environment. So you can be underwater almost indefinitely wearing the symbiote suit.
1: That's such a ridiculous power when you think about it. Of like, just, yeah. They can just filter the oxygen out of any
0: environment and give it to the host. Yeah, um, regeneration. The symbiote is capable of healing injuries to the host at a faster than normal rate. The symbiote is also capable of healing injuries and illnesses that current human medical care cannot, such as cancer or a shotgun blast to the head. In one comic, Does it say
1: shotgun blast to the It says, head? yeah,
0: in one case, um, uh, the antivenom was shot in the head with a shotgun, and it healed the wound in a matter of seconds.
2: Oh, fucking hell
0: yeah uh, the symbiote possesses some limited psychic ability making it capable of obtaining information from its host and even other people simply by touch however it can be forced to forget information via the process of heavy trauma and that's one of the things isn't it like the, that's why the venom symbiote like is so messed up because every time it connects to a new host it has like new memories like, and new wants and new desires Yes, eventually they're going to conflict with one another, leading to just complete psychosis. And when you get
1: into more like you know crazy symbiote stuff, like the more modern things, like in Spider-Man Two, where they all share like one big hive mind, yeah, and it just must be a mess
0: in there. It is, and that's why. Like, and I do give big props to Yuri Lowenthal for when he's playing bad Spider-Man and that Mm. fight you have against him, where he's just screaming of like, "I don't want to do this, please help me." Yeah, yeah. I will say, like, the, when you get, like, the new takedowns, and one of the ones that I did where I was just like, oh, there's a there's a crime happening now, I'll just fly past and do, do like, you know, uh, just a finisher. And I, I, I fly in, do the finisher, and Spider Man picks a guy up by his legs and slams him into the ground and says, be thankful you can walk, and just small <laughs> away. I'm like, what the fuck was that? So <laughs>
1: still, I want to shout out the, um, the move that actually you continue your hombo in the air of getting a guy and doing, like, the loop-de-loop in the air, slamming them into the concrete so hard that they bounce back up to your mm. current level. It's like, you're bouncing humans off concrete. They are flat-out dead. Yeah. No, they're wearing Spider armor. spider Man just doing it. Like, I think I did, like, four or five on one person... Just in a row and just bouncing them off the concrete.
0: Like, it's just a reference. This person's just yeah. mush. It's a reference to the PS2 Spider Man 2 game where you could like, spin spinning pile drive people off the top of the Empire State Building. <laughs> well, um, and they thing, just get back up. Yeah. Um, it also has the ability to wall crawl and web sling. And it says web sling in quotation marks because it's organic webbing produced from the, um, uh, the anti venom's own biomass. But it's mm. very similar to that of Spider Man's.
1: Yeah, again, because, like, you know, Venom
0: just learns a bunch of Spider-Man skills from Spider-Man. Yeah. It does say that it has the ability to um, uh, regenerate constituent matter. Antivenom can also use the same substance comprising the symbiote in the form of a constituent white matter or tentacles and use it in this method for lethal force against criminals. Antivenom venom can send parts of a symbiote and direct its movement into a victim's body, smothering them from the inside. Oof. That's a rough time, and Danger Sense, it possesses an extraordinary ability similar to that of Spider-Man's Spider-Sense. This response is not as complicated as Spider-Man's inherent sense, since the symbiote can detect danger from every direction, and conduct giving Brock plenty of response time. This is more efficient than Spider-Man's Spider-Sense, because it takes time to sense the danger, and Brock's reflexes are faster than Spider-Man's, since the symbiote enhances them. Yeah, and I think as well, like, the symbiotes can essentially see all around them at all times. It's not like it can, like, it doesn't give you spider senses, you can see everything, because basically the entire suit is one big eye, essentially. It's just one Mm -hmm. big organ that can sense and detect, like, you know, almost every conceivable thing that you could use to detect something. And then just tells, like, hey, Eddie, there's a guy behind you with a gun. And, like, I presume a lot of the time it probably doesn't even need to, like communicate that to Eddie. It can probably just react on its own. It does, yeah, and it just obviously takes him with it. So, immune, mm-hmm. it's, similarly as an immunity to Spider-Man's sense, similar to the Venom symbiote, um, uh, it is able to bypass his Spider-Sense. It does not trigger his Spider-Sense, thus proving it a formidable opponent to Spider-Man.
1: And again, that's because Venom bonded with Spider-Man, so Spider-Man's body doesn't, it still sees it as like part of
0: itself. Yeah. So can't react to Venom. It's One yeah. of the OP things about Venom. Uh, speak anti-venom though hence its name the anti-venom symbiote um, it has external symbiote rejection upon being assaulted by Matt Gargan the venom symbiote tends to leave Gargan to bond with Brock once again however Brock's skin is caustic to his former symbiote meaning the white symbiote has the ability to reject the venom symbiote and presumably all of its children he mm. it does say however if Eddie releases too many antibodies um, uh, curing people it's possible for his power to be weakened and another symbiote can bond with him Why he's weakened because obviously they wanted to bring Eddie Brock Venom back for a comic, and that's a bullshit reason why. Yeah, of course. It's like,
1: well, oh, yeah, like he's
0: immune until he's not, and then, yeah, okay. It says that um, impurity sensors and bodily cleansing. So the antivenom can sense foreign substances within a person's body. This includes symbiotes, radiation, narcotics, viruses, and indeed many other diseases. After sensing such an impurity, such as a drug, disease, toxin, malignant substance, the antivenom can forcefully cure, in quotation marks, the substance from the person's body using antibodies produced by the symbiote itself. Eddie Brock wants to use this ability to completely destroy his old symbiote and cure a teenage girl from a heroin addiction. He can also use it to depower some superhumans, almost ridding Spider-Man of the radiation in his blood while trying to destroy remnants of the Venom symbiote. And it nearly cleansed radioactive man of his powers in a similar fashion, so it almost cured Spider-Man of being Spider-Man by removing all the radiation (laughs) from his blood.
1: Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous if you're trying to
0: use that power to just strip someone of theirs. Yeah, so if your powers are caused by an impurity in your body, such as radiation, like Spider-Man, it can remove those powers from you. That's pretty terrifying. It sounds pretty OP, but it does have a weakness. So the symbiote Mm. is extremely vulnerable to a poison made by Norman Osborn using a combination of a character called Freak and Mr Negative's dark force powers. The poison is able to destroy the symbiote for a while, and Mr Negative's powers halt the symbiote's healing abilities until his dark energy is no longer in contact with it. So furthermore, use of the symbiote's healing abilities weakens it to the point it can potentially be overwhelmed and destroyed by another symbiote. So mm-hmm. its weakness is like either this one very specific thing built by Norman Osborne to control it, or if you try and use it too much and become over reliant on it.
1: Yeah, and that's fair enough. Like it's kind of almost like, you know, antithesis of venom, isn't it? Of venom gets stronger the more you like lean into being a yep. symbiote with it. Uh, whereas the anti-venom, if you, you're utilising it too much, then that's the opposite problem. Yeah,
0: yeah but um, there's a, just a little bit of trivia here where it says that um, uh, while Eddie Brock is linked to anti-venom, he developed something of a messiah complex, which makes sense, I suppose. Like, you suddenly gain the ability to cure cancer by touching people. <laughs> you're going to get some, like, oh, so you mean that thing Jesus could do? I can now do <laughs> sick, awesome. And do you know what? Jesus couldn't crawl on walls. He could walk on water, but I can swim through land. Let's go. <laughs> And unlike other symbiotes, the anti venom symbiote was neither sentient nor had a mind of its own, being completely at the will of its host. Which is probably why it was so strong. Even though, like, the mm-hmm. start of the wiki is it having a quote where it's talking to Eddie Brock. Yeah. Because it, yeah, it doesn't have a mind of its
2: to begin own when it with... talk. It's not it sentient. It to begin it with quotes. like it
1: was sentient, but I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. Comic books. You know what? It's a comic book in it. It's that thing of, like, oh, it doesn't have its own, like, thoughts and. Um, uh, Feelings, even though it's talking to Eddie Brock.
1: And I guess in regards to Anti Venom in the game, like, were you a fan of um, kind of the story between Miles and Mr. Negative going into Anti Venom?
0: I, I just did. I get why like he has to forgive him. And I mm-hmm. do get that he says, I don't forgive you, but I'm going to like let you go. Mm-hmm. But he could have at least given a bit more of a beat down. <laughs> My, just... Miles, Miles should have beat him down just a little bit. Just I forgive you and then gut punches him. It's just that thing of like he says I'm sorry and it's like, well, I don't bring my fucking dad back, does it? hmm So you can't just like Oh, Whoopsie Dupsie, I did a terrorism. <laughs> it's not like he did it by accident, is it? If like if it had been by accident, no, yeah. it'd be one thing. You know, like, he purposely just detonates himself in like a fucking rally for a politician.
1: And he he, you know, actively takes over the city and he's like,
0: Oh yeah, I I did get caught up a little bit in a revenge plot. It's like I said, Whoopsie Dupsie I did a terrorism. I'm sorry. <laughs> So, I don't, and I know why they did it is because obviously we need to put him on good terms so he can cure it. It's like, but just it felt so unearned because, like, he just looks mm. really sad at you and it's like, I don't care how sad you are, you killed my dad. <laughs> just you want
1: Miles to get that retribution, just stomp on him. Yeah. But obviously, for a Spider Man story, I think it's like good that Miles does take that route
0: and, and, Sp- and he forgives him, yeah, because that's what a Spider Man would do. And I do mm. like that little bit where you just let you go visit, you know. You go visit your dad's grave. Obviously, you've got to do your backflips on it as well. Take yourself here.
1: Well, it's weird because I went, because um, so I got the platinum in the game, and I did the bit where I said, go visit Aunt May's grave. And along the way, I found Jefferson David's grave. I think that's his name. Uh, but Miles' dad's grave. Yeah. And um, Peter gives more of a speech about Miles' dad than he does Aunt May. Yeah. He just is like, oh, rest in peace, May. And then you get a, a trophy for it. And then you go to, like, Jefferson's grave, and he's like, yeah, you were a great man. You were, like, this and that. And he adds, like, a little paragraph, giving I him think, a little eulogy. Yeah,
0: I think you get quite a bit with May, like, in the house. That was a bit where, and again, it's, like, some mm-hmm. great acting from Eulie Lowenthal, where you go into, like, May's room, and you just there's a picture of, like, her and Ben on the desk, and he just says, it's hitch like a brick sometimes. Yeah. Like, he he just know. has that, like, that like deep breath people take to hold, like, hold back tears. But that's mm-hmm. a great little bit of acting where he just looks at picture of his aunt.
1: I did go through all of like the pictures with the photo camera, though, just to like, see around the it. house. I just like zoomed around the house while I was streaming, just like, let's look at all the pictures in the photo book that they don't want you to be able to look at
0: properly. You anticipate. I, I love that I- when you're looking, it's like, oh, what's May's uh, mortgage payments per month? Like four and a half grand. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> what? Well, that's, that's New York, baby. It's like it's like four and a half thousand dollars a month and, mortgage payments. It's like,
1: but she remortgaged her house for feast. And I'm like, but Martin Lee was fundraising it, surely. He was like, a bit, I guess like after he d- like became a villain. after he'd gone, she then had to remortgage her house. And it's like, oh, that's so rough to keep it going. And then, um, yeah, I just found it funny because there were so many that clearly looked like stock photos. Yeah. And then clearly the couple of photos you meant to see that appear like four times dotted across the house. And then um, I was also like checking out the bookcases and like, oh, all these book names are just repeating themselves. But that's just me being like having a fun time it's being this picky with do, them. Yeah,
0: what do they not want me to see? Mm-hmm. Let's and, see um, how well crafted this world really is. I was
1: I was quite surprised by the amount of like actual unique stuff that they'd managed to to fit around those that house in details and it's stuff.
0: So weird that you can't go back in. The fact that you never go back into my anime's May's house mm. and can just walk around. So I was expecting, like, throughout the game, you'd see Spider-Man, like, actually fix the house up. And mm-hmm. by the end of the game, like, you know... And so I think that would have made the moment where there's, like, Mary Jane, des- like, where Venom destroys it, all the better. Like, you should be, like, a comedy, like, beat of, like, Spider-Man. Puts the <laughs> final touch. Puts, like, you know, the photo of Aunt May on the desk and Venom just flies in <laughs> and destroys did, it.
1: did enjoy the bit where you're, um... You come back home, and Peter's like, ah, oh, time to get a nice rest.
0: And it's like, you know that's not happening. Never say just, that, Spider-Man. Then
1: Venom wakes up. The Venom symbiote wakes up inside of him and just goes on, like, an absolute murder spree. And then um, Peter just wakes up in the middle of New York on a bench, like, oh, that's the best night's sleep I've ever
0: had. And MJ's like, the fuck did you do last night, Peter? I think that's mm-hmm. a great thing, though, that just, like, the Venom symbiote completely took over. That is a good moment I do like when you mm-hmm. just see because um, the my MJ sections get rightfully shat on because they're just like, absolutely just like tone annihilating. Mm-hmm. And like they're just like a complete just roadblock to enjoyment. But yeah. seeing Spider Man from the perspective of street level person, like, do, do you often think, like, what does a criminal see when Spider Man flies in? And it's <laughs> like when you, like, you're MJ and you see, like, Peter Parker fly and take, like, 15 guys in three seconds, like, that would be scary. I wouldn't yeah. want to fight that guy. Literally, just. Out of
1: nowhere, Spider-Man comes in, and obviously with the the symbiote, just like tears them all apart, screams at your face, and then just flies away like fifty meters into the air. That's what I did. Yeah, that's that's scary as fuck, and it was really satisfying to get like the symbiote surge mode, where like two punches into a finisher, and you just you can feel like the power
0: of the symbiote. Yeah, that felt very satisfying just like oh, I'll be lucky you can walk. Like, I don't think that guy's walking anywhere. <laughs> like, he's definitely not walking not after that combo <laughs> Spider-Man just did. Like, no one's walking that shit off Spider-Man.
2: Oh dear. And
1: um, yeah, I think overall I I really enjoyed Spider-Man 2, but to me it's one of those games where it's like it's got a load of stuff that bring it down in it and it's like it's a game that's got like a lot of like ten out of ten moments, but a lot of like seven out of ten moments. Yeah. I can't wait for him to
0: finish it. It'd be nice to have a new game plus. Gotta get that holiday release before Black Friday, Carl. Yeah, it'd be nice to have a new game plus. It'd be nice it for be. um, you know, the end game to after I've cleared the city of symbiotes for symbiotes, not to randomly turn up because they didn't program any new crimes.
1: It's it's funny because you told me that, and I was like. All I did was like finish the game and had already done all the side missions, so I just went
0: like ran
1: around a baseball stadium and visited a graveyard, and that was yeah. my platinum.
0: After you finish the game, um, if you destroy all the symbiote outposts, symbiotes still turn up. It's the only crimes that happen in the overworld, mm-hmm. even though they're supposed to be out. And it's like, oh, they didn't even program in a post game.
1: It's like similar to when I think in Spider-Man One, wasn't it? Like Silver Sable left.
0: But all the Silver she, Sable... She calls you still to tell like... you, yeah, my soldiers are still knocking about. And it's like, <laughs> how bad is Silver Sable at her job? How little respect does she command from her own men? Where she like, says, like, fuck it, we leave in New York. And it's like, yeah, but some men are still knocking about She so need to do that quest. Yeah. It's
2: like, oh, dear.
1: But do you reckon just... Harry's gonna give you a phone call from his sick bed and be a,
0: I couldn't call off all the venom before That's too much. Yeah. You took the, the symbiote away, I'm sorry. So. Also as well, like just some little like quality of life issues, that's like why, for example, is there no double takedown? Why why yeah. is there no ability to take down two enemies at once? Because I thought, uh-huh. well that's gonna happen when you get the venom symbiote, right? You're gonna have the ability to take them and you do, I guess, in like some of your powers that's like hit 15 people at once. Mm-hmm. But where's like the double finisher? Where you take out like two people, three people. Like, you'd expect mm-hmm. that at least. Or where are the new finishers? Yes. Because there's like, yeah. there's like, I get it, it's like built on the same engine as the first game. Like, give me like five new finishers. Give me some like new double takedowns.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: obviously, like, like, you got the double takedown from like the web zip line, but then they also removed a lot of the gadgets you had that helped in stealth. So, like, you kind of just replaced one stealth thing for another.
0: Also, the fact as well that um, they have this whole gimmick of like you have two Spider Men, and I never felt any incentive to switch between the two Spider Men. There was Apart never from a point when
1: you had to do a mission specific yeah. to one. Yeah, I,
0: I never, and there's not enough missions that are distinctly for one Spider Man. because every side quest can be done with every other with both Spider Men, pretty much. So quite, never... I'd
1: say there's quite a lot. That... There's a lot for Miles. But...
0: Miles has a lot like revolving around the school.
1: And then Peter's ones are mainly
0: like the EMF ones where it just do these bad mini games. Yeah, and it's like I did never really felt like they didn't really deliver on the dual protagonist mechanic because as well, because mechanically both Spider-Man control pretty much exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Like Miles has the Venom powers, but all the Venom powers really amount to is okay, you get a different takedown. But it's
1: weird that you said that because it's still confusing that he has venom powers, but then you get venom symbiote powers. Yeah.
2: It's like, it, and like, naming yeah, they,
1: convention not great either. Visually
2: they
0: look different but mechanically it's just okay one just does one big punch one does like a ranged attack one's like your big ground pound that takes out like three different things mm-hmm. it's like ultimately ni- I, I did never felt like the two Spider-Men functioned differently I never used Miles as invisibility for example and obviously the reason no, they I
1: did I did like using Miles invisibility.
0: It never felt like you had to though and it's one of those things. You never are, have to you're too powerful to need to use it. Exactly and it's like that's one of the things that makes him unique and it just feels completely Pointless, and it's like oh, because you might be playing this mission as regular Spider-Man, so we can't make invisibility too crucial or too powerful, because then regular Spider-Man wouldn't have it. And if we gave regular I, Spider-Man invisibility, which he could do with the Venom powers, then Miles feels like not special.
1: I did really enjoy going into stealth segments, though, and you can just like do a couple of open takedowns as Invisible Miles, and then just fly away, and it's that would be terrifying if you're in a room and just you, you fall over. See- yeah. Do you, like, you see Spider-Man come in and kick someone in the head, turn invisible,
0: three more men get taken down, and then he's gone again. But it's like... It is cool, but it's that thing of, like... It, what I, do you do? The Spider-Men felt very mechanically similar, so I never felt yes. any... Incen- I never felt like, well, for this mission, I'm going to go in as Miles, because I want to, mm-hmm. like, D- Miles is better suited. So well, they, they both have the exact same skill tree, which I get, mm-hmm. obviously, okay, we're going to give both Spider-Men the same skill tree. It's like, okay, so now that there's not even that... It's not even yeah. like I go through the game as one Spider-Man, and it's like okay, he's overpowered. Switch so and like they have pretty much the exact same moves. Their joint skill trees give them all the same maneuvers and abilities. And so I thought it'd be interesting if like Peter Parker Spider-Man had more defensive and evasive options because he's a more skilled Spider-Man, move. Miles had more offensive ones because he's like young and brash. I mean, hopefully, they get the exact same shit.
1: Yeah, hopefully that's something they can. I guess correct in like a, a sequel because, like the new Spider-Man character that they set up is hopefully a bit more differentiated than um yeah. oh God, than that outfit, Miles though. and Peter. Oh, that outfit! That
0: Which outfit! outfit? That, that, when Miles comes in in the outfit, you're like God, that looks like shit. Oh, his the brand new, new special it, one. It looks yeah, so wank. Like you it's, put that on and the first thing I did as soon as I got control was, can I switch this? And the game's like, no, you have to wear it for the final cutscene. So I'm like, God, one, this outfit sucks. That one and the Emily
1: May Foundation one that you get from um, Harry as a special gift at the end as well. And I'm like, these are the two like end game special... like
0: so bad
1: armors that you get and they're both awful they're both some of the worst outfits in the game
0: yeah like that Miles one is terrible it
2: looks terrible. like it's not finished
1: yeah
0: it has a white colour scheme and that's the thing as well because they have so many different outfits even their costumes all look the same because obviously you can change the colour on all the Spider-Mans it's like so they, they look visually the same when they're like in their outfits they fight pretty much identically all their mechanics of their powers function besides some visual differences the same They have the exact same skill tree, so they move the same. They have the same movements, like options and movement speed. It's like make Spider-Man swing faster and make Miles fly better. Like do that. I will
1: say, in terms of narrative, um, I did really enjoy the moment where like the last mission happens and Miles comes in in his new suit and he then starts detailing the plan, and like it naturally just like has that moment where. It's maybe like a little bit quick, and I don't mm-hmm. think they earned it fully, but like it still was a really nice moment where Miles started like picking out the shots mm-hmm. and being like, here's what we're going to do, here's the plan, and execute on it. I, I like And the then part obviously as well, that yeah. leads into the passing of the torch.
0: Yeah, I like the part as well where it's like, okay, literally all of humanity is at stake. The most important thing is grabbing hold of this rock, which is the most important thing to Venom, and it's the thing he's going to defend the hardest. Let's send MJ in with a gun i really like that yeah. i really like that they trust mary jane with a gun to go fight infinite symbiotes underground steal a rock something spider one of the spider-men can do because they can turn invisible and that's the thing one of the yeah. spider man can turn invisible <laughs> one of them can literally be invisible the entire time and they say oh i'm going to stand outside and fight them
1: mm-hmm I um I do appreciate that they at least gave MJ that stun gun though. It they, did they gave help. that,
0: yeah. It, but it's just that thing of like, okay, who's going to go get the rock? Well, clearly Miles, because he turns invisible, yeah. right? MJ is yeah. going to like you know drive the motorcycle because her thing's a motorcycle. She's going to mm-hmm. lure Venom away with something, and he's going to chase her and Spider Man will fight. The thing. It's like no, no, because they already set up the cycling bit, don't they? Of like cy- I mm-hmm. thought, oh, they're going to set up like a a bad on rails bit of MJ with the gun riding on a motorcycle through New York because they've mm. set it up with the bicycle. That's why they gave you that moment, right? And then Spider-Man's gonna fight like, you know, the Venom symbiotes off. And then Miles will go in and sneak in, it'll be a stealth mission. No no. MJ just runs in with a gun and just like fucking parkour went like,
2: pew 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 pew. I just
0: did Dan find pays. It.
2: Oh, so, oh,
1: it was a really cool moment for me where like, right, we've got Venom, we've
0: done it, and Venom's like, no, fuck you, I'm gonna grow wings now. It's like, wait, what? Yeah, that's do you know what that is? Like, that's the edge. That's the nineties that that's the, that's when you know that's a character from the nineties, and you're like, oh yeah. <laughs>
1: But it was a it was a cool, fun moment of mm-hmm. like, fuck I, I, it, uh, Venom's I, just gonna grow wings. Cause I, why could why couldn't he? Why not? Spider like, like, Man's got wings. There's no there's no reason when you're like, well, Venom can literally turn his symbiote into a, a physical human disguise with like actual clothing and shit. It's like, mm-hmm. well, if he can do stuff like that, he can grow a pair of wings.
0: I will say that that final fight against Venom when he's got wings is fucking terrible. again like i think mechanically none of the boss fights were strong did you like when they introduced the new thing of like hey spider-man you know that thing that you do where spider-man's all about dodging literally 90 percent of your power set is the ability to sense danger and dodge it we're going to introduce Mm -hmm. a new mechanic called parrying that you can only do (laughs) that the the fact that when they introduce that off some attacks cannot be dodged Mm -hmm. because they're too powerful you have to parry them and the opening of the game is Spider Man fighting Sandman. And you can dodge a city bus size punch from Sandman, but like a big brute guy throwing a really lazy haymak, you can't dodge that. It's impossible to dodge. No one could ever dodge it. You have to block
2: it.
1: And I got around most of the frustrations with that. Just jump. By just being in the air or just using all your um, gadgets. But. I do understand the frustration with it. And when the, they make the bosses and you have to do
0: it, yeah. There's some bosses where you have to parry. It's like, but I'm Spider-Man.
2: Why yeah. I can't
0: I dodge it? And at least the parry window is very forgiving. But it is, but it's, just, it's such... It's not satisfying because it's so forgiving, though. It's not a satisfying parry. It doesn't feel satisfying to do, and it doesn't really feel like something Spider-Man should be doing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And just like the fact they... And then later in the game, they introduce like, oh, well, there's a new attack that you can only dodge. But it's like yeah. it's got the same wind up as a move that you can only parry. It's like but why this one has a blue glow to it, and instead. they only, they introduce it fourteen hours into the game, and only three <laughs> enemies do it. It's like the only enemies that do it are like the lizard and venom. So you forget mm. about it by the time you. And it's like you didn't need to do this.
1: They didn't, and I understand why they think they need to make the fighting more complex and like have those enemies with very specific counters and stuff. But I, quite frankly, I enjoyed
0: it more when I was ignoring all those counters by just pulling them all up into the air. I I, I will say it. It, Obviously very, very heavily inspired by the Arkham games. Mm -hmm. The Arkham games fucking ruined character action in like like third-person character action games with the introduction of that fucking shield enemy. The (laughs) instant that shield enemy is introduced in the Arkham series... The game starts being fun because it no longer is about fluid combat and freedom to approach it. It is now, and I know people say it's a puzzle where you have to solve all the puzzles and like take out enemies. It's like if I am able to punch Killer Croc hard enough where he goes down, <laughs> a guy holding a shield should not be able to like fucking beat Batman up. I should be able to kick the fuck out of that guy.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I understand why, like, you know, maybe with Batman you can make the argument of like. He needs to, you know, be more strategic because he's a—he's just a dude. But like Spider-Man is
0: Spider-Man. You know yeah. what I mean? He—he like, he can punch the jaw off people if he wanted to. We talk about that all the time. Like the instant they introduce those whip enemies of like, oh, you can't dodge these enemies. Why not? I can dodge fucking. Oh, I can those? beat up the I can beat the Sinister Six up one on one, one on six. This guy with a whip who I've never seen before, he goes down in one punch. He can catch me out the air. Those were the worst ones. I'm glad they got rid of the whip enemies that like dragged you out of the air because
1: that felt super frustrating. Because again, my answer to everything in this was go up in the air. Then that one attack where they shoot the giant net that cancels all your powers, and that was the one that luckily it's not like I didn't count very often, but like
0: that was the one attack where I was like, no, that one's bullshit. Well, it's like that thing. It's like it's the Batman problem of like, we need you. Like your, your character's too powerful. Combat's too fun. Let's just find an enemy that you can only defeat one very specific way, which means that that enemy is not fun to fight.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's okay but if like- you want it,
0: but that means now the entire combat encounter featuring that enemy is also unfun to fight because in those big games, these big groups of enemies, that enemy type usually has a nasty habit of standing in the middle of a group of enemies. Mm-hmm. And you'll press a button and it's like, oh, you press the punch button, but there's a shield enemy nearby, so you magnet it towards the shield enemy. They go into the canned parry animation, take off half your health. Like, I think a lot of that that would be solved
1: with like having an ability to lock onto a certain enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the biggest problems because there are, you know, jump into the air, web people up, use gadgets. There are pro- the ways to solve those problems without needing to like you know dodge under the shield specifically and mm-hmm. then hit them up in the air. Like you can get around those mechanics, but they- you then can't lock
0: on. So the game sometimes just decides to not take down the right enemy. As I say, it just doesn't feel good. like I said, the Batman Arkham series, it revolutionized the making of those kind of games, but the exact moment those shield enemies were introduced, it's like they don't understand the game they're making. Like, they do not understand why people enjoy playing these games because the instant those shield enemies were introduced, and they keep doubling down throughout the Arkham games and like, just introducing mm. new enemy types that um, negate another part of your moveset. And it's like, why would you give me all these tools and then take them away from me? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm glad that, for the most part, gadgets just work on everything Yeah, and things like that. Um,
0: There's just a few times where it's like, there's that, like you said, the net into the air. Or the bosses where it's like, okay, so the bosses are, web them, hit them four times, but don't hit them more than four times because if you do that fifth hit, they'll instantly go into an attack (laughs) that you have to. They'll instantly respond with an attack you can't dodge because they respond with an attack that has to be parried and no other enemy in the game does that, so you always dodge it and then get hit by it because you don't expect to get hit by the parry animation. It's like, oh. like It
1: is fairly easy when you solve that puzzle of like, not the puzzle, but like when you get kind of get into the, the yeah. rhythm of it, of like hit them four times, web them up, hit them a couple more times, use a gadget, hit them a couple more times, use your finisher, and then like I was taking
0: off entire health bars just, like that when it was, I get into it, the rhythm of it but it's that thing of like I have to do what the game wants me to instead of approaching mm-hmm. it the way that I want to so as soon as yeah. you figure out what the game wants you to do it's a piece of piss at which mm. point it's like okay well now it's not challenging yeah
1: <laughs> but I mean like obviously the, we've thrown a lot of like criticisms at the game um, I really enjoyed it I, I'd still say it's like a very good to great game um, I don't think it's like you know up there for me as like gonna compete with fucking Tears of the Kingdom for yeah, Game I, of the Year or anything. It's but... very
0: good. I, yeah, again, I don't think it's gonna get Game of the Year. Like, Baldur's Gate 3 is still my Game of the Year. Mm-hmm. And that's a game that has a lot of issues as well, but just I have... Like, it feels a lot more complete than think... Spider-Man did. Like, Spider-Man, you can very clearly tell. It's like, we need to get this
2: out now.
1: Yeah, the it I had quite a lot of glitches in my playthrough as well for 30 no, like, I got the hit by a train and just played the world, yeah. <laughs> but, like... I really like what they did with a lot of the narrative. I really like how far they pushed some of the uh, the stuff with like how crazy the Venom stuff got. Mm-hmm. I like the selps for the new um, characters, like the fact that like we're potentially getting Silk in the next game. That's a character I'm really excited to explore. I've heard so good things three, about them.
0: Three Spider People. Yeah, I was exactly what I was I just wish that sp- the Spider Man, the whole thrust of the game, is like you control two Spider Spider-Man and they feel so similar that I never mm-hmm. really felt like the gimmick of having two Spider Men was delivered apart from when you're doing a random crime and it's solved in three seconds two because Spider-Man's miles it, or yeah. the
1: other one like miles or peter jumps in to help and you're like oh that's how terrifying two spider i
0: wish you could do that more i wish you had an option yeah, to call it yeah. in
1: mm-hmm. and um yeah I, I i thoroughly enjoyed my time but it's not anything that's like leaving me with just this you know Amazing experience. I think very, very good to great experience. Yeah.
0: The fact that I completed oh. the game and I had no desire to go back and play it again because I was just like, mm. I don't want to play through that intro. Those railroad segments at the start, yeah. yeah. Which I think that's like the most damning thing about it. Like, I played it once, I'm probably never going to play it again. Unless there's DLC that fixes a lot of the issues. Mm. And one of the little things I will say to like, you know, wrap it up. Yes.
1: Is also I've realised my like camera's getting really dark now because the sun's gone down yeah. where I am. So I'll fix that for our next recording session. Um, by far and away, just one of like the most fun traversal in a game Absolutely, ever. Absolutely, like, yeah. Th- th- just, you know, that fast travel is two seconds, but I never wanted to use it anyway, because flying and
0: slingshotting and everything is just so fun. I will say, though, the slingshot mechanic, I never used it. I completely forgot it was in the game, because I never ended up using it because you go so fast anyway, because you get way more speed just doing the, um, uh, the zip to wall. Like standing. Oh no, I was I was slingshotting all the time. I will fight
1: back against that. I think the slingshot was so good.
0: It was good. but I just never felt the need to use it because the traversal was so good anyway. Like I never, I was, mean, I was never stood still on the floor to do it. I was always flying. Cause I got to the end of the game. I'm just gonna fly everywhere.
1: I mean, I was flying a lot, but generally speaking, when I before, especially, I got the bit where like you can get the increased speed from diving into mm-hmm. the fly. Before that moment, I was slingshotting a lot. It's, and a cool, it's super cool, yeah. slingshots.
0: The super slingshots are so satisfying. Yeah, it's cool that they put them in. I do use the super slingshots a lot, but... And I will give them massive big props as well to the fact that before the game was released, they announced, oh, there's now a slider to make web swinging easier, and (laughs) perhaps more importantly, more difficult. And you Mm -hmm. had those weirdos online, like, oh, you're making it baby mode for journalists? It's like, actually, no. Spider-Man 1 had the maximum level of assistance. We're actually giving you the ability to turn it down... So you can make it more and the amount of videos I saw of people like this game sucks like I can't Web Swing anyway because they turned it off. <laughs> and like they're just they're Man, and you can turn on like damage and stuff, and they're just flying into walls and hitting themselves. Like that's why the assistance is on.
1: Yeah, I didn't do fall damage. I put the assist to about I think I ended up on five. I'd messed around with it for a while. Yeah. So I went like halfway between assist and no assist.
0: I tried and it I without, put... and I was like, I did it towards the end of the game, at which point I don't I've done playing
1: it. I, I tried it without maybe about 10 hours in, and I was like, oh, this just doesn't feel as fun. And I like, started edging it up again slowly and was like, okay, I like the having a bit more freedom in the swing, but doing it so that you just end up with zero and you're hitting like every skyscraper you come across the I think the time. that's the
0: problem as well. Of, they gave you the ability to turn off the assistance, but didn't give you enough tools to make up for it. Mm. Like, the amount of control you actually have over Spider-Man while swinging is quite minimal when you actually like, because I turned it all the way off. It's like, I really don't have the ability to alter, because it's not momentum and physics-based. It's momentum-based, it's physics-based. Momentum well, it it's is not without the assist,
1: based. but like, it, it definitely just like feels a lot of the time like, yeah, you're just going to slap the floor or slap a skyscraper. Yeah. But I, yeah, it, it was funny to just see all those people just
0: eat their words when they're like, can't believe you gave people an assist. It's like, you've always had the assist. Yeah, we're actually getting the ability to turn it off, and then those people moaning, like, the web swing is terrible in this game. <laughs> because they obviously they went through the menu and was like do you want baby swinging mode or no I'm good mm-hmm. at playing video games and then just like uploading clips and eating shit
2: because it looks like
0: <laughs> could you do with some help oh but yeah very very good game
1: and mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed my time playing it but I'm not itching to go back unless oh. there's like you know, new content or new suits for me to get more photo mode shots or something like that's that. It, just give me new game
0: plus, and like that's, that's it. I want new game plus. So I could go through all the swinging turn offs. Like now, I feel I've I feel that I have mastered the mechanics.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now I want to go back through and like I want to experience the true challenge for me personally. As much as
1: you know, I enjoyed some of the the slower segments for narrative. I think if you gave me an option to New Game Plus where I could turn all that shit off. just ter- <laughs> turn all of those moments off. My, any I, of the walk and talk segments, any of the MJ segments, just press, like,
0: mm. I'm, I've done this already. My favourite bit is when I try to, like, play the game again before I realised, oh, it railways, I was like, oh, that opening, like, Sandman thing, can I skip? No. No. You can't, like, I just thought, oh, I'll just pause it and skip it. Like, why can't I skip this opening five-minute long cutscene? Mm. Oh, this is hard-baked in. Yeah. And I went, this is gonna be the uh, there's gonna be something. and the thing is it's not that you can't skip all of it, it's that you can skip some of it, but not all of it. And that's that's more frustrating because to me.
1: Most of it's not a cutscene, most yeah. of it is like segments that you have to walk through.
0: Yeah, and that's the problem of like, oh you don't you feel cinematic holding forward. It's like, yeah, the first time, yeah, but the second time, I'm just I'm literally holding forward and not I'm listening to a podcast. I've heard this mm-hmm. story before. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe that's why they're like, you know, cooking new game plus. Like, give me the option yeah, to skip all I'm that sure. shit, put some new costumes in, give me the option to skip all that shit, and we get straight to the combat and the gameplay.
1: Mm-hmm. That's that's it for me. Is just the game is so strong in terms of like I really enjoy the traversal. Like I I enjoyed the combat personally. Give me um, a few
0: new moves for each Spider-Man. Give me a couple new moves. Just make each yeah. Spider-Man feel a little bit more distinct. Like give Peter some yeah, different exactly. takedowns. Give Miles like a few new traversal abilities or something like that.
1: Just something to differentiate them a bit more would be it's, nice, and that's what I'm hoping. Like, that's why they would utilize the Silk character is because I'm hoping they would feel a lot different. than like, oh, just two Spider Men is like maybe Spider Man and Silk might feel a lot more different. Venom and that's what DLC, I'm hoping yeah. we get in the next game. Yeah, all Venom, where you just be
0: like you just jump 400 miles into. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, very good game.
1: Very good game, and it's it's nice to be able to like talk to somebody about it because I I knew that you'd beaten it and I was waiting to talk to
0: you about it on the podcast and I don't know anyone else that's beaten it it's also sort of trying to have that conversation online of like it's either yeah. the greatest thing ever like it tickles your balls, it makes your morning coffee or it's the worst piece of shit ever like no one can have any nuance online it makes all discussion of media with those people incredibly boring
1: yeah but I hope everyone did enjoy the spoiler cast and I guess in the comments just let us know what you thought of the game yeah. Just, you know, did you agree with our like I guess like slightly warm takes? Gosh, I don't is- think we said anything too
0: wild to be honest. Also as well, but I don't think we said anything too negative either. I know mm-hmm. we had a lot of criticisms, but gem- like generally but the criticism We
1: clearly hate the game.
0: Yeah, criticisms are the thing that stand out more. Like you can what are we like really doing when we say the game looks great and controls pretty well? We're not really like treading any new ground there, are we? Mhm. It's just the, the nature of things that like, criticisms are like easier to uh, to like pass. Like,
1: yeah, uh, you know, to me, like because I'm so enamored with Spider-Man
0: characters and you know world and everything, like this game is still like a nine out of ten for oh, yeah. me. Last thing we, we like, only have to clarify, isn't it? We only really yeah. criticize things that we enjoy or like because otherwise, we just don't think about them. So why would mm-hmm. I think about something that I don't like? Yeah, <laughs> and my criticisms are because I want those things. I want to play the game. I want to enjoy it more. These are things that would make me enjoy the game even more than I already did. Like these are the reasons why this game isn't a ten out of ten for me. Yeah, it's like you know a nine or an eight out of ten, but it would mm. be a ten out of ten if, like, for example, I want more of this game. Like my criticisms are mostly I want more stuff. I want more bits that don't
1: take control away from me yeah. as well.
0: I want more of this game.
1: Yeah,
0: I think of it like I you know. go to a restaurant, like you're criticizing the food. It's like you not know, like I'm not saying it's shit, I'm saying I want more. I like, I wish you'd make like this source is, is great. Why do you not give me more of this sauce I would much rather be
1: walking away from this game in that attitude of like leave me wanting one. more. Yeah. than I can't like, wait for the next one. You know, think of like most Assassin's Creed nowadays, for example, of another like big open. World them in like 10 years. I'm not I'm not playing like when people tell me like, well Valhalla's great, it's got like three hundred hours of content, it's like that's not one from like an open world check oh, mark is, off okay. things.
0: How when's the last time you played an Assassin's Creed? Because for me, the last one I played was Assassin's Creed 3. And I am still full on Assassin's Creed <laughs> gameplay. I have not had a desire to pick up an Assassin's Creed game since Assassin's Creed 3, like 12 odd years ago. Yeah, so the last you? one
1: I got deep into was Brotherhood. Um which so I nearly further, got the platinum, but back, I think right? I ignored the feathers. But like, yeah, that was like number three. Um but I have played Black Flag. I've played Odyssey. I've played um, Number Three. Played Revelations. And yeah, I
0: just it hasn't ever been a point where I've wanted to get more than five hours into any of those games. And like, you know what? I'm done. I know what this gameplay is, and I'm done with it. Whereas Spider Man, mm-hmm. I want more of that because yeah. there's not really games like Spider Man except for Spider Man. Yeah, There was no other game that gives
1: you that level and of you can, like. Control. You can argue like, oh, but there's like Batman games, like the Arkham games. But they don't have the spider swinging. They don't have the web wings. Like. They have the flying, but that always kind of sucked. And the Batmobile Young. sucks. Yeah, that, the Batmobile's the only real bad part of Arkham Knight. Like, I fucking love the combat in Arkham Knight for yeah. the most part.
2: That
0: game still looks but. super good as well. Mm. It's it's like one of those games where the longer we get, fur- the further removed we get from Arkham, I'm like, how did they get this shit running? Yeah. So like every now and again, <laughs> you just see those comparison screenshots. Like, here's Arkham Knight here's Gotham Knights, and I'm like, what the? What magic did they do to get Arkham Knight running?
1: Yeah, and I can't wait to see the comparison screenshots of like that new Switch version that's going to release. <laughs> like, Arkham Knight's going to look, ooh, on a Switch. It's going to look ooh. rough.
0: I've seen that Mortal Kombat one. Yeah, <laughs> there's Mortal Kombat comparisons. It's oh, like, ooh, way. Lee May does not look great. She <laughs> looks like a real person. On my PS5, Lee May looks like a real person. On the Switch, she does not. <laughs> <laughs> I think Lee May in Mortal Kombat One might be the best character model in any game I've ever seen. Mm. Like she looks like a real person. Like you know, like Spider Man mm. looks good, but you can tell it's like. It's I mean, comic Spider Man
1: looks like an upgrade of PS4 game yeah, to me. Like, whereas
0: like Mortal Kombat One looked incredible when I was watching you play it. Also, it's, like it's specifically Lee May. Lee May yeah. looks like a real person. Like her model is so good. Like I keep forgetting anything, like when she's on screen. Like, That's a real person. Like, yeah. Everyone keeps singling out her model as the best one in the game. It's like, why does she look so good? And
1: I will say as well, just in terms of Insomniac, if people think, uh, you know, people listening to this probably got a PS5. If they're mm. listening to like, the spoiler cast for this, it's like, if you've got a PS5 and you haven't gone and played Rift Apart, if you want a good-looking game, go play Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, because, yeah. rice that looks better. Like, People keep saying how good Spider-Man Two looks. I'm like, did no one play Rift Apart? Because that Insomniac game looks He's way up, better it's than this one. Because Rift but Apart it's the style is, ca- of it. is
0: cartoony.
1: Yeah, yeah, the art style holds up so well in that game. And I was going through like some of the photo mode pictures I've got on my PS Five, and it's mm-hmm. like comparing like. Spider-Man remastered, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Spider-Man Two, and then
0: Rift Apart. And I'm like, Rift Apart looks so nice. It does, yeah. I was going to send you like the screenshot of like it looks like a real lady. Like it, <laughs> I don't get how whatever they did to make her look like this. It's like it's just like it's more so like it's the facial animations. Mm. I think that's what does it. I'm going to send you one. It's like it's Lee May when she's like pissed off. It's like her. I don't know why. Yeah, texted it, but just.
2: That is the one of the most even, realistic
0: facial animations I've ever seen in a video game. Jesus Christ, yeah, that looks ridiculous. But the closest one I've seen is in Mortal Kombat 11. And specifically, hmm. it's when you have Sindel talk to Robocop. And there's an interaction between them where like, Robocop's like, you know, you're under arrest. And just Lee May says, you're property. And she just has this snarl, like scowl.
2: And just mm. in that moment,
0: it's like her face is so realistic. Like the way she scowls. But it's like, yeah, just Lee May is like such an expressive face. Like that's the best character model I've ever seen. Fair. It's, yeah, that looks really it's good. so
2: good. Like it looks I, like a even, real
0: person. I remember even like
1: Injustice 2, the facial uh, animation looked incredible. Some
0: of them look so good, yeah. I just like, thing is though, everyone in the game just makes fun of it. It's like the running joke is like, I feel so bad for Lee May that I joined in. I just joined in because everyone hates her.
2: Uh
1: but before Carl gets just voided into the darkness, I think we should leave it there. Yeah. Just I can see like slowly like, I'm seeing I just... can literally see
0: less and less of you yeah, over time. Okay, I'm just fading away into the darkness. Yeah.
1: Uh thank you all for listening and I hope everyone has a lovely day and has enjoyed
2: our Spider Man two spoiler cast. It's a nice change of pace. Yeah. Everyone's having a good time. Cheers. Uh,